whoa, oh, fucking shit. All right. Um, <laughs> welcome to the Trash Fire of Talk with your host, Skits M. Jones. I am that host that I just mentioned named Skits M. Jones. Um, I am in my car. This is a bad habit. I should probably not do this shit. Uh, I mean, at least I'm not the, the Facebook angry political rant sitting in my car. Uh, I am just, I'm on the road so fucking much. It's, it's what I do. I work on the road. I travel for things and events and stuff and to get pizza or not pizza, Taco Bell, fucking, um, this starting off so well. Uh, all right. Here's the deal. I am feeling good. I just had a really fun set over a comedy shrine tonight. Um, did a did a nice little five uh, at the open mic, and it was a great crowd. It was a great crowd. Pretty much the whole night. Like there were thirty something comics by the end. Some people had trickled out. Some people were a little tired, but like still really hot all night. Um, and that's the, it's the fucking best. It's the best feeling when you can try some shit out and get a positive response. Um, cause I'll, I'll be honest. I'm, I'm still new at this. I acknowledge that I am a, a newer comic. I am, uh, coming up on my one year, but I'm not there yet. Um, and I've, I've gone through periods where I'm like, oh, this is the slog of open mics is so, it can be so rough. It can be like when there's nothing but other comics in the crowd and everyone's focused on, you know, what they want to be doing next. Um, I equated a lot to karaoke. I know that's weird. Um, but I, I used to, I used to karaoke all the fucking time, but it's true. You, if you're there to sing, if you're there to perform, uh, a lot of people are not paying attention to the other performers. And uh, there have there have been tiny little stretches where I, I felt that uh, doing, doing the, the open mic thing. Um, but it's really, I will say, this has been such a, a positive scene overall. I am in the, the Chicago suburbs. Uh, I've done some like Northern Illinois, some Western Illinois. Um, so many of the people who are tied to each other through performing together or whatever, so cool, so supportive, so awesome. And what a wild variety of motherfuckers that I've gotten to to share stages with, you know, uh, clean comics, one liners, uh, a few, you know, pun people, uh, the raunchiest shit you've ever heard. Um, you know, people to the left, people to the right. Uh, there, there's, there's people who do shit that there is no way it should fucking work on stage. Just wild, wild, like uh, um, fearless performers, and it's it's delightful to get to be part of that and and see all that and. I mean, what kind of comic am I? I don't, I don't know yet. I don't know. You know, I go up, 
I talk about myself. I've got a little bit of political stuff. I talk about my gender shit. Uh, I talk about music. I talk about my job. Um, you know, I'm, I'm autobiographical in my material, but I think everyone is to some extent, you know, uh, it's, it's all coming from somewhere inside. Um, so yeah, I, I had a great set tonight and I'm so stoked on it and I'm feeling good. Uh, then I had to go to my uncle's, uh, condo just to check it out, make sure things are good. My uncle, uh, died last year and I have been the, uh, executor of the will and, uh, am now the executor of the estate. And it's, it's a fucking rough gig. I'm going to be honest. Like, uh, I didn't realize if you have a will, that doesn't mean shit. Like you have to set up a trust. If you've got any sort of anything that anyone could dispute who it should go to or what the percentages should be or what the, like the legalities of everything are such a, a, a clusterfuck of a mess. It is daunting. It is, it, it is a full-time, it's like a full-time job. Um, cause you got to track down everyone that, uh, money is owed to, and you've got to pay the taxes. Uh, there's going to be a few rounds of paying taxes. Like first have to pay his taxes that he owes because only two things are certain in life, as they say, uh, death and taxes. And you can die and still not escape having to pay. Um, cause you got paid and they want it. They want their, their peace and whatever. Like I'm not an anti-tax person. I'm not, I am for the greater, uh, societal good, right? Like as far as I'm concerned, level the playing field, take care of everybody and, you know, give us all like everyone three hour work day. And then everyone on the fucking, in the country can be employed and, you know, pay everyone more than a living wage so they can enjoy themselves and invest their money back into the fucking economy. And that's how the shit rolls, man. Um, <laughs> enough of that soapbox though. Uh, but yeah, so like death and, and the aftermath of death is fucking wild. Even if you plan for it, there's shit you can't foresee. Um, and it's, it's a nightmare calling mortgage companies and, uh, you know, any, any bills that are left outstanding, trying to track them down and none of them want to tell you shit. They're like, well, you're not the person. And it's like, I, the person is dead. Do you want your fucking money or what? You fucking ghouls. Like I'm trying to give you money. How, why, why would you stop me? Look, I'm alive. And if some motherfucker wants to call up my bill company and say, Hey, I want to give you money uh, toward this person's bill and clear it out. Fucking take it. Everyone has my express permission. If you want to pay my fucking bills, for the love of fuck, pay my fucking bills. I would be more than happy with that. Um, Yeah, it's exhausting, the hoops you have to go through. And then, you know, people want to know what's happening. You know, the, the rest of the family want to know what's happening because they have a vested interest, you know, and, and that's, 
no one's a, no one's a ghoul. I don't want to sound like I don't want to sound macabre. Like everyone's a fucking vulture waiting to pick at the bones or you know anything like that. Because that's not what's going on. But just you know, people like to be kept in the loop with what's going on and make sure you know. Because I I understand I should not be anyone's first candidate for responsible anything like any any responsibilities like I and I'm I'm a fuck up I am like I I graduated high school I could have done better but uh, I was busy chasing girls and uh fucking off so like yeah I didn't have the best grades and then I went to art school and uh realized that life as a, uh, as a radio DJ was predominantly going to be sales. And that sounded really miserable to me. Cause I wanted to be fucking Wolfman Jack or, you know, Casey Kasem or some shit. Like have some personality and spin some music that I like and do the thing. And that's not a thing anymore. Well, I mean, I guess it is like, maybe I could play music on this podcast. I don't know. I don't know how royalties and shit work. Cause I am legally irresponsible. Um, so I, I fucked up art school. I fucked up art school. Do you know how hard it is to fuck up art school? I realized radio was going to be like a business forward fucking deal to get into. So I was like, fuck radio. I don't want to work for a living. I want to play and have fun. So I, I was like, well, what's not commercial poetry. I'll become a poetry major. And then I became a poetry major and I still didn't graduate because I was like, I'm throwing away a lot of money here. This is probably pretty dumb. Um, and then I, you know, had some fucking shitty, like, bachelor jobs. But I was living well for a bachelor. Uh, I had a job that paid me 15 an hour to watch envelopes come down a conveyor belt. Mind-numbing? Absolutely. Did I get to put my headphones in and listen to music? Yes, I did. And they were paying me... 15 an hour, which at that time was pretty fucking good, especially not really having, well, I had student debt. That was, was art school's pricey, y'all. So I had a lot of student debt. So that was the thing that I had to deal with. Um, but I fucked up art school and then I, I had my shitty bachelor job and then I fucked up even worse by getting engaged to an Australian. Yeah. Uh, I met, I met a girl online back before dating apps were a thing. Like we were, we were fucking around on live journal and, uh, the, the crow fans website. Yeah, that's right. The movie, the crow with Brendan Lee, Brandon Lee, Brandon Lee, uh, whatever, man, it's been a day. Uh, the movie, the crow with Brandon Lee had a website message board thing that was just people who love the crow talking to each other with their fucking black nail polish on and shit. Um, and I'm still friends with a lot of those people. I am because I deep down inside, I'm still a little goth girl. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I met her on fucking crow fans and we hit it off and she came to stay and visit and stayed for a while. And we were fucking madly crazy about each other. And I was like, Oh, I want to marry this Australian girl. I need Uncle Sam's help. How the fuck am I going to pull this off? I'm I'm in debt and I'm a fuck up. So I joined the military like an asshole. Yeah, I joined the fucking military. 
And then I fucked that up too. Cause I was like, I'm going to join the national guard and be a medic cause it's wartime and all the troops are coming back to the States and they're going to need medical care. So I'll just be here at a hospital doing the thing and I could be a doctor and I fucked that up too, man. Cause I got a bunch of concussions while I was in the military I forgot a bunch of shit. My brain got scrambled and I got like weird depressive disorders and shit. And, uh, I'm also just not the military type at all, at fucking all. Um, so I, I fucked all that up and she, she left me, she left me, um, because one of my concussions fucked my brain up and made my training last longer. Cause I got concussed during training. I was assaulted by one of my fellow trainees who was like just biding his time until he could get kicked out of the military for doing Coke during training. Oh, this fucking world. Um, so yeah, so I fucked up the military and I fucked up my engagement. Uh, but no matter how bad you fuck up the military, you can't get out of the military. Like I, I was constantly in trouble and it was like, no, you're here until we say you're not here anymore. So two tours of Iraq later and I finally get home and my brain was all fucked up and, uh, I tried to go, uh, you know, I tried to have jobs and shit, but I couldn't do that because my head was fucked and my memory was fucked. I wound up homeless for a while. That was fucking wild, but I was homeless during the summer, so it was kind of nice. Like, I'd just go to apartment complexes that had pools and just, like, break into the pool, fucking hang out, and then uh, go to Borders, because Borders was still a thing at the time. I'd go to Borders when it was too hot out and I needed some AC. And I had friends of mine who would let me crash at their at their at their place, and that is how I fucked up being homeless. Because I tried to get assistance through the VA uh, to get like yeah like homeless assistance, and they were like, "Well, do you have a place you can crash?" And I was like, "Yeah, I got a buddy who lets me sleep on his floor, or fucking crash on the couch sometimes." And they're like, "Oh, so you're not homeless? Like you have shelter?" And I was like, "It's not." fucking mine, which I, I rent an apartment. I guess technically that's not really mine either. Currently, like I'm not homeless anymore. I'm, I'm doing all right. Um, but yeah, I fucked up being homeless. I couldn't get assistance because I had too many friends who were too willing to take care of me. Um, then I tried to go to a uh, fucking motorcycle repair school and I fucked that up because I have so many concussions that my balance is weird, so I can't ride a motorcycle. So that was really dumb. But I made a lot of great friends in Arizona and, like, some people I still keep in contact with and uh, a lot of cool artists whose work I still follow. And it was a wild trip being out in Arizona. And, you know, one of these days I'll talk about some of that shit. Um, but, yeah, so I fucked up motorcycle repair school. So then I came back to Illinois and uh, I went to school to be, uh, I thought I was going to be a drug counselor for veterans. So I was like, well, as a medic, I got a lot of vets hooked on drugs. So maybe I can repair some of that damage. But it turns out I hate most veterans because I hate the military. And I hate people who are like, hoorah, military America number one. And it's like, fuck that shit. Um, so I didn't become a drug counselor for veterans. 
I became, uh, I, I got a, a degree in human services with a focus on domestic violence and sexual assault. And I thought, yeah, I'll go into that field. But I have a dick. And having a dick reduces the number of job opportunities for that particular field because people with dicks are the predominant abusers in our culture. So the, the victims, the survivors of said abuse don't want someone with a dick coming into the hotel or hotel. Fuck me. Uh, the hospital room. Uh, they don't want someone coming into the hospital room who has, who has a dick. Uh, and it's like, I don't even want my dick. Like it's mine. I've gotten used to it. So, I mean, I wouldn't want to get rid of it now because it's all I know how to use. I'd probably just wind up wearing a strap on if I got rid of it. Uh, I'm genderqueer. I don't know if I've mentioned that at all in this podcast. Um, I wish I was like the most feminine, um, but I'm bald, bearded and tattooed, uh, with a voice like a fucking backup singer for a fifties doo-wop group. So obviously didn't work out that way, but I am genderqueer. My, my insides, and my outsides don't match. It's a fucking thing. Um, but I have a dick and it's my dick. So whatever, fuck off. Um, yeah, so I tried to be a fucking DV fucking worker, and that didn't work. So I fucked that up. Um, and uh, now I drive a truck for a living. Because, like, I was just looking for a job. I just needed a job. And it came down to, like, the weird religious cult fucking gutter cleaners. Uh, yeah, during the job interview... I was asked what my relationship with Christ was. That's fucking wild, man. Um, so I didn't take that job. Then it was like, I was looking at septic work because they would take just fucking anybody to plunge their hands into shit. Um, and then this fucking truck driving thing worked out. So I drive a, a truck, sometimes a van. It depends on how heavy the loads are, but I drive for a living. It's what I do. Um, so that's probably part of why I'm so comfortable just doing this fucking, uh, podcast while I'm on the road. Cause it's my natural state of being. It's where I'm most at peace. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so I am a, I am a constant fuck up in life. I am a chronic fuck up. I fucked up so many things in my 36 years of living um, but things are, that said, things are going pretty well for me right now. I'm engaged, uh, and, and we've been together for years and it's great. And we've got this like polyamorous situation going on, which means that she's dating other people and I'm spending most of my time chasing the high of being on stage as often as possible. Uh, so that's, that's what I'm currently dating on the side is the hustle. Um, it's cool. I, I, I flirt. Uh, I have people I would fuck if the opportunity arose or I would date if I fucking had the time. Um, but I don't, so whatever. Uh, but no, the relationship's great. We have a cat. 
Oh, I'm a total cat person. We have a cute little black cat. She's the sweetest. Um, I've had my job for a number of years. They pay me well. Like, there are days where I would question what I just said, but by and large, like, they take care of me, they work with me, I get the time to do all the things, like, the fucking, the comedy thing, or the band thing, or the, the, uh, wrestling thing, so, really, my life is going well, and that's so strange for me, to not be in a state of train wreck, which is probably the worst time to come into comedy, when your life is all together, because, like, where's the material now? I exhausted it all. It, it already happened. And I, I don't want to fucking explode my life just so I can have more fresh material. Um, or maybe I do. I don't know. There is an internal drive of me to fuck up my life. Just like, hey, move to a different state because it would be fun. Um, hey, quit your job because fuck it, man. Like, that's always in the back of my head. And... I'm sure that's probably a bad internal drive to have, um, but I have it, and I acknowledge it, and I hear it, uh, and it is what it is. Um, so this has been just fucking all over the place. Uh, I realize I'm just I'm just talking about shit just to talk about shit, uh, but there are segments to this podcast, uh, so let's get to one of those now. Let's talk about some shit I like. Uh, some recommendations. We'll start with music. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, new music that you should check out. Oh, fuck me. Um, let's see who's dropped, who's dropped something recently. (laughs) See, I've got all sorts of old shit that I'm digging on. Um, you know what? I'm going to shout out Chicago band uh, Aviatrix on Fire. Uh, they're crushing. I, I really dig them. Um, they've got like a kind of a, a almost a, a shoegazy electronic fucking uh, sirenesque vocals fucking thing. They're, they're great. Fucking check them out. Aviatrix on Fire. Um, and then for something old, I want to throw it back. My favorite song. If you were to ask me my favorite song, the song that just will always fucking resonate with me in my fucking deal. It's, uh, uh, the song earth crosser by Veruca salt. It's, it's a deeper album cut. It's not like a hit. They'll, they'll play it live in concert. Cause it's fucking, it's a banger and it's epic as shit. Um, but I don't know that it was ever a single, uh, but it's, it's off, uh, eight arms to hold you. It's a fucking great track. Uh, I've got a tattoo dedicated to it, man. It's, uh, it's awesome by, uh, uh, Nicole Meyerson, killer artist, uh, who I have no idea where the fuck she is these days. She was in, uh, Illinois and then she was in Arizona. And now I don't know. I don't know where she's at. I think she was moving back to Illinois which is cool. She does like, uh, punk rock, Lisa Frank, like all sorts of pop art, bright colors and shit. Uh, awesome. One of my favorite tattoos. I have a lot of tattoos. I'll talk about more of them, uh, as this podcast progresses, but yeah. So earth crosser, Veruca salt. It's a fucking epic. 
Uh, check that track out. Um, let's see, what else? Shows. Uh, Gotham. Dude, so many people sleep on Gotham, and it's the final season right now, and they are throwing it all out there. Like, you gotta, you gotta approach it as an Elseworlds show, right? Like, it's not can I mean, nothing in DC right now is fucking canon at this point, man. Their movies, their TV, like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Um, but this show is a, a fucking, oh, it's a ride, man. The cast is great. I love the dude who plays Penguin. I love the dude who plays fucking uh, uh, Riddler. Um, the dude playing Jim Gordon's great. Fucking uh, uh, the dude who plays Bullock is great. Uh, the women carry the fucking show. Uh, absolutely. Um, uh, Jada Pinkett Smith was uh, Fish Mooney. It was fucking epic. Um, uh, Selena Kyle's great. Barbara Gordon's great. Doc Thompson is great. Uh, just, oh man, it's, the show's fantastic. And they're, they're throwing everything at the wall. They're doing, right now they're doing like a cross between the fucking No Man's Land storyline and the Nightfall storyline and taking some influence from the movie Dark Knight Rises. Like they're doing everything. They've had some killer, uh, Joker influenced uh, characters. It's great. So don't sleep on Gotham. Gotham's been been fucking epic. Um, all right. Uh, I have one more segment, but I can't do it because I don't have my fucking cards on me, which means we are going to go to a break. And we're back. Uh, all right. So, um, how are we all feeling about the random fucking interlude bullshit that I'm using on this thing? Uh, I'm just, they're what's just available in the app. Um, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not the most technic, uh, technologically inclined. Uh, I'm just using the, the fucking anchor app to do this. Um, I don't know. Seems to be working all right, but no one's listened yet. Uh, cause it's not out yet. Uh, cause I'm still waiting for my podcasts to get like approved by all the things. Uh, so this is, yeah, this is episode, te- it's episode two, but it's the third episode. Cause I'm a fucking asshole and I did that to myself. Um, but, uh, but yeah, let me know how you feel about the fucking little bullshit that I'm doing. Uh, you could hit me up at any of the social medias at skits Jones or skitsjones.com or email me at skitsmjones at gmail.com. Uh, do one of the things or I don't know, leave a review on one of the website or the, the carrier apps, like the iTunes or wherever the fuck you listen to this. That'd be cool. I think that's supposed to be a thing that I'm supposed to want you to do. Um, I don't know. I'll figure this shit out eventually. Uh, But hey, it's time for your card read. So let's pull cards. And all right, here we go. We're going to shuffle, 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 and see 
what jumps out here. I like this one. What do we got? Queen of Cups. We've got the Queen of Cups. Queen of Cups is a uh, card that is about, like, your intuition and shit. Um, uh, quick disclaimer. I'm not a great witch. Uh, I'm not a, a profound tarot card reader or anything like that. Uh, it's something I'm dabbling in. It's something I'm trying to get better at. Um, so y'all are just going to have to live with that. If some of you are like this fucking asshole, no idea what they're talking about. Like no fucking clue. Uh, that's not what this card is. Correct me. Uh, you know, or like, let's figure out how to get you on the podcast and we could talk about it. I'm a novice at best at all of my life. Um, it's just where I'm at, but yeah. So queen of cups, intuition, feminine energy, nurturing shit. If you've got problems and logically you haven't been able to like get around them and figure out what you need to do, like drop the logical brain for a moment and get in touch with what your, what your fucking gut, what your heart, what your, your, your subconscious wants, like get in touch with all that shit and let that direct you, uh, and see if maybe that shakes some shit loose for you. Uh, so yeah, intuition, uh, nurture, um, nurture your, your own intuition, nurture that of others, have other people like get in touch with their feelings and go with the gut and, you know, go forth and, and, and progress in that manner. Do that thing. Um, yeah, I, I'm sure some of you are like, why are all of these cards? Like, why is everything so positive? Why is everything like it? It all just sounds like you're trying to tell us some shit we're going to want to hear. And here's the thing. Um, you, you, you get what you put out to an extent. Like some people have shit luck or shit situations or whatever, but like there is an amount of manifestation in one's life. And the, the, the shit that, that you, you do or you think on or your intentions, if nothing else, can just help you get through the fucking day, right? Like, sometimes life is a bag of shit. I spent this whole podcast talking about what an amazing fuck-up I've been in my life. And, like, I am by no means a success story. Like, I'm just another person fucking floundering their way through the deal, trying to get from, from point A to point B with a minimum of fuss, you know? Um, uh, I've, I've made good on some shit. I've fucked up some shit. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm trying in my life to really like look at and, and, and reframe the good shit. Right. Um, cause if nothing else, all of my fuck ups will make for good anecdotes. You know, I've got stories to tell. When I die and they fucking bury me, some people are going to have some shit to say. Um, and that's, that's all you can ask for. You know, they say immortality uh, exists if you live a life that people talk about. 
You know, you live as long as your memory does. And I, I like that. I like that. That's, that's a, a novel idea. Uh, I don't, you know, um, we can talk about my beliefs on the afterlife, uh, post life, during life, spirituality, all that kind of shit. We could talk about that another day. That's like a whole nother deal. I try to keep these only about a half hour cause you're just listening to me. And also like who doesn't need a little, a little quick little fucking podcast now and then for, you know, uh, a jaunt. Uh, to work or whatever, short commute, um, something to listen to while you shave your legs or whatever. Uh, I know that's what I need. Like I've got, uh, some podcasts that I save just for when I'm doing my weekly or bi-weekly shaves. Uh, yeah, I shave, I shave my legs, shave my arms, shave my head. Keeps me looking fresh. I like the way it feels. Uh, <laughs> I've gone so off the rails here. Um, you know what? Fuck it. That seems like a reasonable place to end this with you just picturing me shaving my legs. Let's just roll with that image. Uh, picture it as as sexy or as ridiculous as you want to. Either way, you're right. Uh, whatever you're picturing, you're right. That's, that's what it looks like. Um... This has been fun. Y'all are great. Thank you for listening. I am Skits M. Jones. Uh, Let's keep that trash fire burning.